When we get stuck in a particular problem, we often find ourselves claiming, oh, I've tried everything. But no matter how hard it is to see or how difficult it is to make that shift, the solution to most of our problems comes down to just one thing, our own perspective. We're talking about superliminal. everybody welcome to 3vo where we're all on the same team i'm your host today jordan and i'm your other host brendan and if and we are just two big old nerds that just love 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 video games so if you two just have an insane love of video games like we do this is definitely the podcast for you we're so happy you guys are here with us um we're going to be talking about an incredibly underrated sleeper game that we both just discovered recently super liminal but before we get into all that, let's do a check-in. Brendan, how are you? I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty uh, sure it's the general yeah. vibe for the whole podcast the, today, honestly. The Halo weekend was uh, quite intense. Um, do you know the, the gif of the little girl and she's sitting in the back of her car uh, and she's just kind of got like makeup smeared across her yes. face? And, and she's, she's like, kind of sleepily just like looking out like, what? <laughs> That's me right now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It was a, it was a great weekend, uh, a great party that you and I both went to. Fantastic weekend, a great party, something I truly needed. Mm-hmm. It's just time to just be able to go out and just like mm-hmm. have fun and drink more than I needed to. <laughs> Same here, to to be perfectly honest. I get completely dressed up. Hence, hence why today's to today's look for me is a little more muted than it normally is. <laughs> the podcast is because today I was just like, I don't want to put on makeup. I don't want to really do my hair. I want to nail polish. I just. I know, it's weird. I'm the one wearing nail polish this It's week. true, and it's a great color. I don't know if you can see it on yeah. camera, but he has a great color on, and his hair looks wonderful, too. You know. I don't know how much that picks up on camera because it's dark, but... Well, it doesn't pick up at all for our audio-only listeners. That's also You'll fair. just have to imagine uh, an incredibly handsome gentleman uh, with blue hair and uh, dark green nail polish. I'm sitting here, and I can tell you it's not just imagination. <laughs> um, other than that, I mean, the Halloween, yes, came and passed, um, I have been very busy, um, mm-hmm. just with life and, yeah, I'm planning my wedding, uh, it's kind of, like, my new baseline. Kind, kind, kind right of takes, takes precedent over a lot of mm-hmm. other things yes. at the moment, is just planning for the wedding. Yes. Um, I have been, uh, playing, uh, a lot of Pokemon Unite still. Yes, there we go. Um, I got to the end of a battle pass, Jordan. I am so fucking stoked. I don't know what that means, but it sounds cool. Uh, so, do you know in, like, what's another game with a battle pass? Like, Destiny. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like you pay for, or, it's like you can pay for a pass, and then as you, like, level up in the season, you get rewards at certain increments. I see. Things like that. Uh, well, Pokemon Unite has one, <clears throat> and I bought it, and I made it to the end, which nice. is great, because normally I buy a battle pass for something, um, and then I forget about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, it was nice to get past level five. Um, there you go. And, and get all the way up to level 60. So, nice. Any yeah. any time put into the new Animal Crossing update yet, or is that still? Uh, kind of... No, the update's not out yet. Oh, it's not. Oh, okay. no, 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 not quite yet. Oh, okay, because the <laughs> wife has been playing the shit out of all Animal Crossing game release, really, so I just assumed it was already out, and that's why she was playing. Not it. quite I yet. I believe just... that comes out on November uh, the seventh. 
something. Which, which will be in the past uh, once this episode airs. Definitely. Uh, so, yes. am I playing it now? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. We're also on a slightly different recording schedule just because of the way that things worked out. I think it was yeah. partially because we wanted to make sure we got the one episode up for yes. Halloween. Yes. And we also wanted to buckle that one. <laughs> oh, my God. Apologies. We didn't know. Uh, we didn't realize what happened. We're still figuring it out. My biggest, I'm just so, we talked about this off camera, but I'm just so bummed on that one because I was like, I we both got like in costume and dressed up and shit. I know. Looks well, so good. it just means that next year's Halloween episode will have to be that much more spectacular. Oh, we're going to go all out for next year's oh, Halloween yeah, episode. Oh, yeah, absolutely. For sure. But it's okay, because we also I also, we, we also, we did get me scaring the shit out of you on camera. That so is true. That's good. That's that all I was true. really worried about. Getting oh, that was all. That was all. Once we got past that, <laughs> whatever. Whatever. The camera dipping into frame. <laughs> the microphone. <laughs> the microphone, excuse me, sorry. Who's <laughs> now just part of the podcast yeah we just we just said let's just eliminate the problem altogether just put it here it's it's an easy solution to what shouldn't have been a problem at all really shouldn't have been <laughs> what have you been up to jordy uh same thing from that uh just pretty much the same other than planning a wedding mm -hmm. um so not the same thing at all really uh, <laughs> no um i'm finishing off my time off from work mm. this is this is my last Full day off. I have all day tomorrow, but I go at 11.30 tomorrow night Blech. to get back at work, which is it's fine. I had a whole week off, which was great, mm. and it was fun, and I got to go out and do things, and I just, like, just to mention, just to mention again, getting to go out to the party the other night. So I went two parties back in the back-to-back. Back -back, like, literally just, the same night back-to-back. Literally back. the same night back-to-back, -back, and I was worried that, like, I haven't... It's just like, especially with the year of COVID, it's just like, I haven't gone to, like, I haven't done any, like, real partying or, like, hanging out in a long time, so mm -hmm. I was like... I didn't want to, like, pass out at, like, 10 o'clock and be the fucking lame kid at the party, you know? Yeah. But it was just, like, it got to 2 a.m., and I was like, do we have to leave, though? Because, like, I'm still, I'm still having a good time. It was, like, that that social, that true extrovert battery got fucking recharged mm -hmm. that night, and it was so nice to have. It was it was very, it was a great party. It was an excellent, really excellent nice to fucking get out. party. Uh, in a safe way. In a completely safe way. Absolutely. <laughs> I did two parties, but on mm -hmm. two separate nights. Mm -hmm. So I was up until like 3 a.m. one night Bro. and then up until like 4 a.m. the next night. Damn. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you still had to make the drive all the way back home. And we got night. stuck in traffic, too. Oh, oh yeah, God. Yeah, there was a big accident on the way home. We should have so. just had you guys crash. Eh, we just had man. you go home in the morning. Ah, oh, but my bad. <laughs> yeah, but we got food in the morning. We got real good food in the morning, so. There's this little shop next to us that does sandwiches, but they make them with, but they make it in like a waffle iron. Oh. So it's what? waffle sandwiches. And like you're waffle like the, paninis. You want like, exactly, it's waffle paninis, oh, and they were man. so fucking good. Man, uh, well, you're going to have to throw a party, and you're going to have to let me crash so that I can have these waffle paninis the next morning. <laughs> fucking twist my arm, I don't All right. <laughs> now that we've got all the pleasantries out of the way, let's move on to our main topic, which is the puzzle game Super Liminal. So, Super Liminal is a game developed by Pillow Castle Games, which is one of my favorite developer company names so far. <laughs> um, and it, it is it is a uh, it is a first person puzzle game that allows players to explore a surreal world by manipulating objects in physical space according to their perspective. Um, then the tag the main tagline for the game is "Perception is Reality." So, we discovered this game in <laughs> an interesting way. It was just it was it was literally after we record the last episode. We were getting pizza and just hanging out for a little bit, and we were just going through the Game Pass library and seeing what was there, and 
somebody looked over and saw Superliminal and was kind of, and I think I or you had said like, oh, I've looked at that. I don't know what it is. It just looked interesting. It wasn't me. I had not heard but of it. Somebody said something. Yeah, somebody said something about going like, oh, I've heard about this. Hmm. And we watched the trailer for it and we're immediately just like, okay, we got to try this thing out. <laughs> yeah. At least it might be a cool thing to talk about for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And within about 30 minutes of me playing it, I think I had messaged you and just gone, this is now one of my favorite games. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. such a good fuck. It's just a, just such, I, this is all this one is going to be especially, by the way. Like, the, the flashbacks to <laughs> the, the, just any of the other ones where he's particularly talking about games. It's just, it's just, it's so fucking good. That's all I want to say. It's just how fucking good this game Flash, is. Flashback to, like, the Mass Effect 1 episode. Where it's just like, it's so good. It's so good. That where I'd say Spiritfarer was or another Spirit one where we just, yeah, we just about sure. how much we fucking loved it. So, and just ever since playing it, all I've been doing whenever I talk about games is just recommending to everybody how fucking good I think this game mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was so... I've never played a game quite like Superliminal. The way that it forced you to look at things mm-hmm. and changed things up and established rules so that it could later break them. Oh, just, that's one of my favorite things about it's it, It's just incredible. No, absolutely. It's wonderful. It was like, for first, the game had to do the job of, of breaking you of how you perceive things in the game based mm-hmm. on how you think about things. Mm-hmm. And then it took how you took those things and then flipped it again. Mm-hmm. And But not in a way that, like, I mean, it was, it, it's a puzzle game. There's a frustration that's kind of inherent in that style. Right. But not in a way that made me want to put it down and made me go, God damn it. <laughs> okay, that was cool, though. Like, let's keep yeah. going. That's the thing. Every puzzle, like, once you solved it, I always left feeling like, Man, that was really cool. Like it had that perfect thing for any game, and because and because there's some games that have this issue. Games that I love have this issue, is that it it is the the satisfaction. We talked about this in a previous episode, I feel like, but like the satisfaction of figuring out a puzzle mm-hmm. is the eureka moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Of going like, oh, I got it. Oh yes, and I was right. Like that's what it is. It's mm-hmm. not the door opening. Right. It's not getting to the other side. That's mm-hmm. not like that's that should happen. Mm-hmm. Like I expect that to happen. What I love about puzzle games with, like, this and Portal and certain other titles that I'm forgetting right now, I apologize. It, but it is that it, – it's so gratifying that moment of just going, like, oh, shit, I figured it out. Yeah. Oh, I got it. That's so cool. Yeah. And I did it. Really and just, like, the way you had to figure stuff out, like, just to kind of start going through some moments. And this is in the trailer, so this isn't super spoilery. However, we will be talking about the story in this game. So just real quick, we, we haven't done an episode about a particular game in a while. So just real quick, major spoiler warnings from here Spoilers on Spoilers always. And it's also, like, the game is not a super long game. No, no, not at all. I think I blew through it in a couple hours, honestly. Yeah, three hours tops. Three hours tops. Totally worth it, though. It's free on Game Pass if you got it, and I can't imagine it's too expensive on anything else. I don't even know if it's on anything else. It is. Look, it's on, it's, oh, it's, 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 on, it's on Steam, it's on it's on the Xbox, it's on the PlayStation, oh, it, it's, it's on the Switch, so, like... Oh, okay. Pretty I much any way you want to buy a game, you can buy this game. Excellent. I, yeah. It can't be that much, though. I a couple bucks, that would be most... Um, and honestly, for like... Worth the money, though. Yeah, absolutely worth the money. For, not trying to say, like, it's... For three hours of entertainment? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Definitely. Mm-hmm. But it, and it's but there's a part in the trailer that was a moment in the game that was cool, in which I looked out of a window, and I plucked the moon out of the sky, <laughs> and just put it on the ground in front of me, and I knew there was something I had to do with it in the game, but I just, for a minute, I just was just <laughs> like... I just pulled the moon out. <laughs> like, it was, like, it was a ball about that big. Yeah. 
But then the moon had a door on it, so then I had to make the moon big enough for me to get onto it to walk through the door. Wait, you made the moon big? Oh, no, I pulled the door off, and then I... Yeah. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say, I pulled the door off. Oh, yeah, no, first I tried... <laughs> first I was like, do I have to make the moon big again and get onto the moon? And I was like... No, hold on. Click, click. Oh, okay. No, no, never mind. That makes way more sense. <laughs> so we should maybe explain the mechanics of this game a little bit for anybody that Let's might, go over that first. might not yeah, have yeah, played yeah, it. Because yeah, yeah. it probably sounds quite strange. <laughs> We're talking about making the moon big and shit. So yeah. the central conceit of the game is you can interact with lots of different objects that are scattered throughout the game, mm -hmm. being box, doors, chess pieces, lots of different things. Um, and the idea is that when you pick up the object, it stays at its relative size that you're viewing it at. But if you start to, like, if you pick it up and then you look across the room, say, and you let go, it'll be large and it'll be across the room. Mm -hmm. Like, so, and, and if you, similarly, if you are looking at it from far away and it's big, but you're far away so it looks small and you pick it up, you can like put it down elsewhere and it'll be small. It'll it's like, be really, really tiny. Yeah. It'll be. It's like it's like a little difficult to to explain, and I don't think I did a very effective job right there. I've got. I, I do think you did good. I think I've got a, a very good, good way to put it. It's like so, if you're yeah. watching, if you're if you're watching the video of this audio, this might be a little confusing, but we have the microphone right in front of us here. So now, in the game mechanics, if I pick this up where it is, but I wanted to set it down across the room for me. The microphone would be as big as it looks in my perspective right now, so it would fill up the rest of Brendan's hallway across from me, basically. Right, yeah. It's kind of how that works. That I don't know if that makes it any more clear, but... <laughs> no, that was a pretty good explanation. Watch the trailer, and you'll know exactly you'll what we're talking exactly about. You'll understand exactly what we're trying it, to say here. It's, it's pretty evident from the trailer. Yeah. Um, and this leads to lots of really cool moments in the game where you have to make big things smaller, make smaller things bigger. Um... There's lots of doorways that you have to go through throughout the game, and some of those you can blow up, and then the room that you're walking through is humongous. The stuff with going like, into a room after I made the door bigger so I could get through it, and then finding myself surrounded by, like, giant chairs and books and shit. Yeah. I was just, like, delighted. Yeah, <laughs> just delighted. Yeah. Because I was like, that little detail to pay off is so fucking nice. Mm -hmm. And just so clear that just, like, the people who worked in this game thought of pretty much fucking mm -hmm. everything. Like, no thought or stone left unturned yeah. as far as, like, game design and mechanics and whatnot go. I love that it was all really smooth, too. At no point was the game, like, trying to, like, process that you've made another room massive or super small it was or super anything clean. like that. Super clean. Yeah. yeah. At one point, I thought that the game was lagging a little bit, but then I, rem but then I looked around and I was kind of like, oh, no, no, no. I'm just very, very tiny. <laughs> moving through a very large space so everything yeah. takes me longer to get across like yeah. this small area because mm -hmm. I'm going centimeters but to my perspective I'm going miles right exactly <laughs> um, and the whole game has this pretty cool I think story maybe a little predictable uh, but a cool frame story that's kind of happening around it mm -hmm. and a lot of what I would call like Portal-esque humor it's sprinkled throughout the, 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 the way that I put it it's like if Portal was written by the Monty Python team because mm -hmm. it's yeah. that slightly not quite meta but like I don't know a little bit more tongue-in-cheek I would say no a better example would be something a bit more like 
Invader Zim, I think. Okay. Like, like the commentary is kind of on the surface, if that mm. makes sense. Okay. But there's a shot from the. I don't know if you ever watched the show I growing don't. up. But there's a shot. There's a shot from Invader Zim where it shows a cop just like arresting a little kid, and he just goes, "And I'll teach you for standing around doing nothing." Like it's just it's that kind of. <laughs> so he kind of falls in line with that kind of humor because you have that AI whose name escapes me. I like, didn't put it in the fucking outline. I don't know that it got a name. I don't know if it did. You have this sort of Gladys esque like AI guy throughout the game right. who is this sort of. Just, like, through no fault of your own, things seem to kind of be going wrong around you. Uh-huh. In the middle of this, um, sleep, like, like... Sleep study. Like, sleep study on drugs that you're in the middle thing. of, kind of. Yeah. The, the it's whole... like a lucid, dreaming sleep study. And the program it puts you in, mm-hmm. you're, like, in full control of your lucid dream. Yeah. And that's where you get the conceit of, like, oh, we can fuck with your perspective yeah. and things can be, you know, bigger or smaller or whatever. And yeah. that's that's where that all stems from. But <clears throat> it's also, like, a frame that they put you in. Yeah. At least, you know, that's what it appears to be. Because you're going through, like, this facility type thing, but you know that you're dreaming. But yeah. lucid dreaming. But yeah. then you get to the end of, like, but, the first but it's level. Also, but it's also set up with, like, stage lights and you can see, like, where, yeah. like, the frames on the side of the <laughs> set end and stuff like that. So you're, yeah. like... But it's a dream, so why do you need to make it look like it's not <laughs> yeah. fully functional? So play the game and uh, listen to the ending, and you'll know. It is. Because that explains it. Brilliant, the way the storyline unfolds Absolutely. in front of you. It's so, so good. Mm-hmm. And it gives you these little hints, like I walk through one door, and I start, and I just picked around something that I ended up having to, like, to knock a wall down later on, the very beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. But I was just like... Oh, there's some backstage stuff. Okay, this is going to be like a portal-esque thing where eventually I figure out that there's some behind-the-scene work shit. Mm-hmm. And it does that, and I'm going to keep making the portal comparison, and I apologize, because I don't want to imply that the game is, like, ripping anything off Mm-mm. or, like, riding on the coattails. It's entirely its own thing. Absolutely. That's just the next best example that I have to, like, to compare mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff to. Because then immediately after, I was like, oh, we're doing a portal thing later on. Okay, cool. I just knocked the wall down immediately, and I was able to run around and like, what I thought that was the backstage, and I was just like... Oh, never mind. We're doing something different. My bad. Sorry, guys. My apologies. Totally. I made an assumption. My fault. And then you spend, like, half of the game kind of in that, like, backstage area, and as well as going through the facilities, like, rooms. Yeah. So. Getting, going back and forth between being reassured by the doctor who you assume is in charge of the project, mm-hmm. by these little messages left on these uh, stereos they get left around, mm-hmm. and also being horribly condescended and talked down to by the yes. AI, which is <laughs> fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. I have so many notes... <laughs> that is just like catching the radios and me just going, not very reassuring, Glenn. It's not really helping me out too much. <laughs> no, no. It's really unhelpful, the doctor, actually. He's, he's not great. No. Um, being reassuring in any way or like actually helping guide you through. Because mm-hmm. you get led to believe that you're in a situation in which that whatever program you're in is like broken in some way. Or you've like gone too far or something. You've gone too far, yeah, you've done something like, wrong. Yeah. There's a moment where I thought it was going to turn into a straight up horror game. Yes, level three. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was like, what are we doing now? <laughs> just, the game gets dark, the music changes, and you start following this trail of red liquid on the ground. Yeah. And you're going like, am I following blood? What the fuck happened? Yeah. yeah. How did this happen? Wait, but it, this is my dream. How did this happen in my dream without me knowing? It took a totally like one, like 180 tone shift. Yeah. Um, And all of a sudden we were in like Outlast, honestly. For a little bit, it like, felt like yeah, it. Yeah, it was it. like, she's going to start coming at me. I'm going to have to start running away from like a dream monster that mm-hmm. my guy has stuck in his psyche. Fuck, what do I do? Yeah. And then you go through another room and you find out it's a, 
it's a fucking bucket of paint. Yeah. And I just like, I put, I put down my remote for a minute and I was just like, <laughs> not cool, game. I was so relieved. Like, awesome, but not cool. <laughs> I was so relieved. <laughs> it was so great. No, it's brilliant and I love it, but also, that wasn't cool, man. But like, I got so geared up to be like, this is a horror game now. All right. But it like, it fucked with your perspective. It really That's did, and it like, thing. and it really like, it did that, it did that mean thing where just like where genius shit does, especially with games where it's just kind of like, we're gonna make it seem like you're in control, but we know what you're gonna do. <laughs> like, <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We're gonna set this up well enough to know exactly what it is that you're gonna do. Mm -hmm. Something for me too, especially when it comes to puzzle games and puzzle mechanic games, is that I kind of touched on it a little bit in the beginning, but I just want to make sure that like we kind of hone it on a little bit is that while. I'll admit, and partially because I was concerned about making sure that we got this thing done in time for the podcast, mm -hmm. was that I had to look up a couple puzzles to know, like, what was I supposed to do? But even when I did that, as soon as I saw what they were doing, I went, duh, okay, <laughs> no, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It always it always came down to, which something the game talks about a lot, is that it, it, it always defaults on how you're viewing things and your perspective on things. I just needed to sh literally shift my own perspective yeah. on the situation, and I would have been okay. But even with doing that, I never felt like I had to, like... Like, the, the solution was always clear by the time that I got there. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I never felt like I had to, like, I was glitching my way out or just, like, yeah. button mashing until I found the right button or something like right. that. It was just, like, it was very clear and very, like, laid out for, like, here's how you do this and mm -hmm. here's the solution. Because I've, I've played other, I can't remember who, what it was called, but there's another one done by uh, one of the guys who worked on, on the first Portal game. He left and did a different game. I can't remember the name of it. Um... But, and it was cool for a bit, but there was just so many moments where it was just like, I'm just going to stack blocks until I get out of this room, or I'm just going to keep rotating with this physics that isn't supposed to be working in the game until I move on to the next part. It was just like, I don't like puzzle games that this, the solution isn't clear enough for me, or obvious, or at a, not obvious, but like, if it isn't laid out well enough, that I'm just going to break your game until you let me out, basically. Yeah. But there was never a moment like that in no. this game. There were definitely moments where we were sitting there just going like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> yeah. As all good puzzles should have. Mm -hmm. But beyond that, it was just, I don't know, just, I can't speak highly enough about the level design mm -hmm. in this game. It was absolutely, absolutely, absolutely fucking brilliant. I would like to just echo kind of like, kind of similarly to your last point, but on the opposite end of the spectrum. Okay. Uh, there's not more than one way to do a lot of those puzzles. Oh, of course. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? It's not like a Breath of the Wild shrine where you could just like, you know, fuck around until you get to the end by accident or, you oh, know, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like that's, yeah, silly that's things I mean, like yeah. that. Well, I mean, it's like a similar but opposite-ended point because what you're oh, okay. saying is like, there's not like a way to like force it. Yeah. You know, you're not like banging your head oh, against the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also it's not so free that you could, you know, not do the puzzle at all and still get through the room. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. It's yeah, like yeah, there yeah. is a clearly defined puzzle that you have to solve and you have to do it the correct way and... You're not gonna, you know, hate yourself in the end um, when you solve it, and it's not gonna take you too long. Yeah. None, none of the puzzles, I felt like I was bashing my head against the wall for a long time. I think only the hallway one. Yeah, the, <laughs> hall, the, the hallway one. one was difficult, just because in terms of like, again, it was such a shift in like how you looked at that one puzzle compared to like the yeah. other puzzles you were doing. Because mm -hmm. I spent time on that one going like. Am I supposed to grab something? Is there an uh -huh. object I'm moving here? But then right, it was just, right. it was really just how I moved through the room was just the right. issue there. Right. Or, Which is genius. I, there was no, a, lot absolutely. Of, a lot of diversity in the puzzles. That's the thing too, is that there was never, there was, there wasn't only like the one, like 
as brilliant as it is, like portal comes down to where do you put portals? How do you move through with things? And how do you mm -hmm. work with the physics in the room and whatnot? Yeah. Mostly. I understand there's a portal too. There's a lot of other stuff happening too, but the basic, the <laughs> basic point of portal right. is get through the room using portals. Like that's, that's the baseline for it. With this, there were so many different ways that there were so many different, like sort of everything made sense for the mechanics in the game, but there were so many different like puzzle mechanics in the game at a certain point mm -hmm. that made sense for the game, but there was never like, other than manipulating some of the object perspective stuff, nothing felt like super repetitive either. Too. Mm -hmm. No, they they somehow nailed getting like a lot of complexity um, with only giving you one tool, which is you can pick things up and you can shift their perspective and yep. you can make them bigger or smaller, basically. And mm -hmm. that was like that's the only thing in your toolkit, really. Yeah. Um, other than that, they just fuck with you in different ways. <laughs> The way the game just messed with my brain <laughs> throughout the entire time and just like the first time I was looking, I can't remember exactly what it was, but oh, it's early, early on the game. It's after you get through like moving, it's the first time you just like the chess pieces and you move them and the shift in perspective, make them bigger and smaller like we were yeah. talking about. Yeah. You go down to a different hallway and I was looking down the hall and I was like, oh, giant chess piece blocking my way in the hallway. Let, Let me, me just it grab up. that. Why can't I grab the chess piece? Yeah. And then you move a little bit, and it's not a giant chess piece. It's, like, painted onto the floor and onto the wall in such a way that it looks like there's a giant chess piece yep. sitting there. And yep. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yep. But then later on, they had that with a block painted on a different perspective for the wall. And once I landed up, I got to pull the block out of the fucking wall. Yep. Genius. So fucking genius. Incredible. Uh, I'd like to talk about the part uh, towards the end of the game where you get bamboozled by that same mechanic. <laughs> where which part you got to remind me okay so you're it's kind of towards the end of the game mm -hmm. and uh you walk into a room and you can see like one of those blocks painted on the wall yes and you're like oh i know what i gotta do i gotta go line it up so you're looking and you're lining it up and you're like okay okay it's almost there i just gotta back up Boo, and you fall oh, down you fall? <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was so mad <laughs> It's so infuriating because it's again, it's one of those things we talked about. It's kind of like the game fucking knew I was gonna do that. Exactly, it is, and that's really annoying. It established something so that it could fuck with you later. It's so, <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. It's it, it's yeah. It, in that sense, the game is a masterclass in like knowing how to manipulate your fucking players. Absolutely, in the Absolutely. best way, but in the way that like I'm still satisfied with it because I was just like, ah, mm -hmm. well fucking done. Uh -huh. It's like it's kind of the what um what am I trying to say? Remember how in the Outlast episode I was talking about how, mm -hmm. like, in, like, the very first part of the game it teaches you that you can cycle through, like, the, like, um, like, tight spaces? Yeah. And so, like, the first time you go through, you're like, ah, I've learned how to do this thing. And then the second time you go through, you start to go through, and then that guy gets Rouse you, you and, and then you're the ruined for the rest of the game. It's I, like that. I was just gonna say, it, it does a similar thing to, like, what horror games do with the scares in their games is that it manipulates you in a... I say manipulation, but that's because I don't know a better word for it than, like, the, the guiding more, I guess, would be a better way to put it than manipulation. Training. But... Training. There we go. <laughs> Grooming, if you will. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. No, 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 no. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's a horrible comparison to make. That was terrible. It's awful. Awful. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. I'm so sorry, everybody. It's the timestamp. No, leave it in. Learn from my mistakes. <laughs> so anyway. Anyway, back onto this game that doesn't involve anything like that at all. 
But it is that it is that certain way that, that a game can guide you in the direction that it wants you to go in, and you follow without realizing it. And then when you get to what the payoff is of what it's trying to do there, it either with that not last or the falling through moment, it's like it's a moment of what the fuck? Oh, okay, I see you. Yeah. Like nice, well done. That was good. I yeah, like that yeah, though. Yeah. I just want to kind of chat a little bit about just like the actual plot of it because it's so simple, but it's so smart and clever to me because we haven't really gone over it a whole lot though from what i know the, from what i got from the game anyway the conceit is that you have signed up for some sort of like um a uh, 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 a dream therapy kind of thing mm -hmm. where it's like you're guided through this like dream therapy session in which that you manipulate objects and do stuff and it's all about changing your perspective and learning about a new perspective and da 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 to the point of which that i don't know if you caught the very beginning of the game but you can actually sign uh, fucking waiver. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I turned on, I was like, what the fuck is this? And it said sign, and I went... So let me ask you Okay. This. So I need to ask you something, Jordan. Did you do a full 180 of the room and realize that the door appeared out of nowhere before you signed the thing? Oh, no. I looked around uh, and saw the doors start hanging out and then turned around and be like, I should look around the room a little bit Oh, because oh, I... Okay, so <clears throat> I... Uh, I... It, it starts you off facing a wall, mm -hmm. and then you turn around um, 180... And you see the paper. And I was like, I'm going to get back to that. And I did another rotation. And then the door uh, appeared. Okay. And so I was like, oh, okay. And then I went over to the paper and I signed it. And then I was like, I get I get what they were trying to do. But the flag was mismarked in the coding or whatever, you know. But, like, I, I see what you're trying to do here. I was supposed to turn around, sign the paper, and then <gasps> the door appears. So I fucked that up. Or maybe you could play the whole game without signing the waiver and then... Weird. <laughs> I guess. And then oh, I wonder if there's, like, a thing where it's, like, the, the AI is kind of, like... Well, we would be at risk if something happened to you, but you didn't sign, so. <laughs> no, probably they are at risk because you didn't sign. It would sign. be the other way. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Probably, I just remember yeah. how waivers work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're learning so much. Oops. My bad. But, and then as the game starts and as it slowly progresses through, you kind of, st you get this idea that, like, there's something wrong. You're getting to areas you think you're not supposed to be in. Um, the, the AI and the doctors start coming in and explaining it's kind of like you're in an area that you're not supposed to be in. Mm -hmm. There's stuff happening that we never predicted were going to happen. And so it starts off in this great way because you as a player immediately are invested because you're like, okay, well, now I got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So I really, I don't know what the alternative is because mm -hmm. I've never done this before, mm -hmm. but let the fuck, I, I, I go, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only going the only way I can. Yeah. And then the AI's young age is kind of like, you weren't supposed to do that that way. And just kind of like, Fuck, what else do you want me to do here, lady? Yeah. Yeah. So you keep going, you keep going, and you get through um, all these different levels. And I caught the impression that it was kind of like you were going through, like, levels of consciousness. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Yeah. That was kind of what I got at first. Yeah, 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 yeah. It seems like you get deeper and deeper as you like go through there's definitely an element you know? to that the too. first level is kind of like logic so kind of like surface level and then oh, okay. i can't recall what the second level was but then the third level was like a scary level so i was like okay that's kind of like fears oh and shit. so i okay yeah yeah there's layers to this game <laughs> oh no for sure i was just, again just blown away by the fucking game i wasn't yeah, thinking about all I of that you. um but then you get to like the the last level of the game 
which is the white space. No spoilers. Or are we spoiling? What are we doing? We're spoiling. Because no, no, I want to talk about the ending, ending of the game. Oh, for sure, for sure. so fucking brilliant. Well, then, this is your last chance. Get out if you're going to play this game. We're about to talk about the very end Because it, it does have a really good turnaround at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really, really interesting. So this is your last warning. This is uh, it. We're going to get there. <laughs> but, yeah, so you get to the, the very last, last level of the game, which is this big, open, kind of white expanse. And mm-hmm. I kind of understood that to be like the font of like like where all like ideas and thoughts and images like come from oh okay you know yeah that's it like a like a sandbox yeah that's kind of like what i got out of it i see that because it is just like it's just this wide open wide expanse with just like what seems to be like random like Mm -hmm. objects and shit coming into it yeah oh so here's my thought then yeah is it so okay, so so in in, in in the story of the game, as the as the universe is established in the game, mm-hmm. um, this is this is a sort of set up therapy session done through your own dreams. Mm-hmm. Does that mean, in theory, in this world, because you kind of get this idea because you wake up in a room and there's other rooms around you, like different suites and whatnot, mm-hmm. that if you were in that for somebody else's dream, would it be the same objects? Because you're in there, because you're in their psyche. Because, like, for whoever, the perspective is of who you're playing as, which is you, of course. Right. But in that perspective, it's blocks and balls and chess pieces and, like, things like that. Would it be different for somebody else? Maybe. Like, is somebody else just, like, is somebody else just stuck on, like, a field of that, like, that old vibrating football playing field that they used to have back in the day? And just having to figure out how to move through all that and Maybe. move pieces and players and shit Maybe. around. yeah. That's yeah, I think, I, think it, I think that, yeah, it's kind of individualized for everybody. Because, and I'll tell you why, mm-hmm. to support the series even more, um, the spaces that the character, like, moves through mm-hmm. are a little too specialized, if you ask me. There's, like, a very particular, like, hotel environment. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah, a yeah. museum kind of environment. Yeah. Um, and, like, that big dining hall the scary level you know yeah it just seems a little too individualized it's not general yeah. enough i think to be completely fabricated by the somnisculpt for sure entity i i, I will okay. say on that i do know that uh, the game was originally going to be known as a uh, museum of simulation technology so that might kind of uh, be the exception maybe, for where maybe, the maybe. museum thing comes from but it does still make sense and i do like that idea yeah, yeah 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 i think i think that the environments are a little bit more specialized for everybody i see that i like it that way though yeah i like to see if this <laughs> obviously this doesn't exist but i like to see a super liminal from like a different like psyche's perspective or something but like somebody with like severe trauma or something how they would perceive that world and the kind of stuff that they would create within that and whatnot just hook me up to the machine <laughs> so hook any of our friends up to the machine and you'll get something all of us. um but tell us about the ending like the ending ending the ending is fucking crazy so you're going through and you think you're especially once you get to the like to the white zone stuff mm-hmm. you kind of my assumption when i first got there was that i was kind of like i'm definitely in an area where I shouldn't be, I'm in like I'm in like not game breaking territory in the sense of like it being a video game, but like in terms of like whatever like simulation mm-hmm. or like technology I'm involved in and in whatnot. Like I'm fucking something up, and something is eventually is going to tell me I need to stop and turn around and go somewhere else. But you start finding those little radios, like I mentioned before, with the doctor who's in charge of the whole thing, talking you through all this stuff. And at first, it's very infuriating. I got very very mad at first. Because at first he starts off by explaining that everything that has happened 
um, was designed on purpose, yep. even freaking you out and making you think like you were doing something wrong. Yep. Um, it, and it was all by design. So at first you're just like, motherfucker, why would you fuck with me like that? And I'm sure there are people who still got through the lesson part and we're still mad. Um, <laughs> but as you keep going, he starts talking about how this is design. This whole thing is designed to force you to look at things a different way and really, really shift your, we keep saying it, but really, really shift your perspective on things and look for other solutions and look at other ways to look at the problem. And it's just like how, um, while your problems are valid, while it always comes down to you is that maybe you're stuck in these problems because you haven't shifted your perspective on what problem it is that you're looking at. And for me, at least, I don't know how you felt about this, but like that, really really fucking hit close to home for me because hmm. i was just like because it was we it kind of got brought up a little bit not to get too personal but a little bit while we were at the party if you don't mind me talking about it a little bit um and it was kind of what opened me up a little bit to the idea was that i had brendan do a tarot card reading for me at this uh, halloween party that we were at just because it kind of hit me a little hard so i was just like i have kind of been stuck in one way of looking at things and i've had this like one idea for how i approached almost everything but that hasn't totally been working. <laughs> like, I'm doing fine. Things are good. But it's just, like, there's still things I want to do. And just maybe a bit of a perspective shift on things would have helped. So Brendan offered at this party. And I was just like, fuck it. Yeah, why not? And it just, like, I won't say that Brendan saw in my future and told me what was going to happen. Because as also I explained, that's not necessarily what tarot is for. Not what it's about. <laughs> um, more than anything, he just kind of told me things that I was just like, yeah, 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 okay. But... I don't know. This game kind of, it was very illuminating in a lot of ways. A lot more than I thought what I had originally set out as like just a goofy puzzle game was going to be. Mm -hmm. But it ended up like, and normally for something like that, that's very hit or miss in terms of like having mm -hmm. a big overall like life lesson at the end of like mm -hmm. video games, movies, books in general. Like the moment that I, I'm like, oh, you're trying to teach me something? Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> yeah. But with this one, I found myself finishing the game and just walking and like just kind of feeling it like in my chest mm. like i know that this is a game made by people who i've never fucking met but i was like this game is kind of talking to me right now it's like a heart to heart almost. it felt yeah. very very personal to me yeah. yeah yeah which is the big reason why i'm like it's one of my favorites because i was just like this I, I i'm not trying to oversell this or be dramatic for the podcast i swear to god but i think this <laughs> i i think this game changed me a little bit like wow. honestly like, it did it did something for my wow. own general perspective in life like honestly like it just it did something for me i don't know what and i don't know how they did it but thank you because apparently i needed it <laughs> <laughs> without even realizing it but i think that's goes into the point too with like the perspective change and whatnot is that mm -hmm. sometimes you don't even know you just kind of need to look at it in a different way mm -hmm. absolutely yeah um i would echo all of those sentiments oh, okay. i don't know that i was like you know really change mm -hmm. but it was definitely like a good reminder i would say you know about just you know hey it's okay to like not get something on your first try or like you know be stuck with a problem it's okay to just take a step back and shift your perspective about it you know mm -hmm. just rethink it um but yeah no that whole ending i mean that cinematic ending it's just, so oh. gorgeously done and just so well done in the mechanics of the game you essentially find yourself going through walking yourself like back through the montage of like mm -hmm. the different areas you've been in the game mm -hmm. and it's cut like it's in like you would see that moment yep. in the movie yep. but and like you're still in control of the movement and you would think like that would be kind of headachey or a little like wonky to view but it's just 
so it works so clean yeah. for some reason. So good. It's just it's so well done. Sorry, I want to look at something in my in my old notes here real quick because I want to shout them out because I had it in here. Yeah, no. And problem. I totally forgot to print it out. But no, not that one. Damn it. On the fly shit, guys. Sorry. Here we go. It's now, okay. Just change your perspective. Oh yeah, there we go. We're good. Everything's fine now. One of these days you're gonna say it to me like that, and I'm just gonna turn around and hit you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> How's that for a perspective shift shift you fuck? <laughs> Um, just want to give a shout out to them because we already mentioned them before. So the game is by developers, uh, Pillow Castle Games. Um, the game, the, the game, uh, director is, I'm very, very sorry. I'm going to fuck up your last name, sir. I'm very white. Um, I'm very sorry. Uh, it's, it's a Albert Sihi? She? S-H-I-H. She? I think might be, I think you were right. She? She? Maybe. Maybe. So, so, so I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I swear to God, I'm really not, not trying to. Um, level designer is... Uh, Logan Fief, I think is how you would say that. Fief or Fife. Fief or Fife, one of the two. And then the game was written by Will um, Will O'Neill. That would be like that's like the main like creative team for it. And just just to, just to kind of say at the end here, just holy shit, you guys like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Y'all did that. <laughs> I don't know how you guys did that. Like there's some there's some games you play and you kind of go like okay I know the steps on how like we got here like. On a grand scale, like society-wise, yes, but even like in like a localized history of games, like Dead Space, I know how we got to Dead Space, like through like things like, uh, like like other games like Resident Evil or like and other things like the Alien franchise and whatnot. Like you could see the track marks and how we got there. Other than as a reference point, like something like Portal, I don't know how you come up with something like this. And executed as well as this game was done. Mm -hmm. It's just again, like I said at the beginning, this is all this podcast, this episode was going to be <laughs> just yeah. throwing praise at this fucking game. We're going to have to start putting disclaimers at the beginning of all of our episodes where it's like we're just going to be talking about how good this game is. No yeah. substance, really. Just this is a good game. You yeah. should play it. <laughs> we're not. We're not ever going to do the episode. We're not ever going to do an episode where it's like, yo, this one fucking sucks. No. <laughs> <laughs> why would we? Why would we spend our time? Doing that. That's yeah. silly. What kind of a monster would dedicate their career to just shaming and shitting on something? That's awful. I'm not talking about anyone in particular, but there's enough of you fuckers out there that's all you do. <laughs> we need criticism, but like, just relax sometimes, you know? Some things are just fun. <laughs> you should just change your perspective. About that's it. All of it. Maybe, and maybe your perspective is just wrong. <laughs> So you should change it. Yeah, just change it. <laughs> it. wasn't a very open-minded perspective. <laughs> just realized that okay. wasn't the best way to... It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> approach that. But uh, yeah, and it's just like, just to kind of touch again a little bit more about like the story and the ending for the game, it's just like, it's so... It's so heartfelt. Absolutely. And you feel like it comes from such... Oh, no. It really like come from a very real place. It's an on yeah, it's a really honest place. It's a very honest place where that idea comes from. Because mm -hmm. it feels like something that, and again, I would love to, this is another one where it's just like, some way fucking somehow, I would love to talk to anybody from this team who worked on this fucking game. That would be so goddamn cool. Um, so but, tag them in the comments. Please do, do it. Come on, do it, please, guys, come on. <laughs> this one is special. I would love to talk to any of these guys. Oh, man. Um, but it's just like, and, and that idea, just like, I don't know where it came from, but just like having the idea of like, what if we did something based on like depth and how we view things like that and our perception, things like that. Mm -hmm. And then that lesson kind of came to them as they were going through it. Or if like it was, I want to do something about 
uh, how we perceive things, and I want that to translate into these mechanics as a game and whatnot. Yeah. I would just love to see how that works out. But however, you fucking did it. Like, holy shit. And more people need to know about this game, too. Because <laughs> no one else I talk to is, like, even, like, gamers who seek mm-hmm. out, like, random shit like this. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, I saw it, or I kind of heard about it, or they're like, I have no fucking idea. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To be fair, um, I will say this. The thumbnail of the game, like, in the game pass... Mm-hmm is one that I would think that, like, 9 out of 10 gamers would just skip over and not give a second glance. Because they were just going to go, oh, is it eh. some weird, like, chess game? Like, what the fuck is... <laughs> right. Um, and I think even... I don't know. I think I'm pretty open-minded when it comes to, like, checking a game out and being like, what the heck is this? Mm-hmm. And, like, at least watching the trailer and, like, getting a feel for it before I just go, no, I'm not going to fucking look yeah. at that, you know? Um, but I could very easily see me being the 1 out of 10 players that do that as opposed to everybody else. Who can just from the thumbnail go, I know I'm not going to like or play that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, however, that is someone who normally just like goes through and goes like, I don't want to fucking play that. I don't want to fucking play that. I look stupid. I look stupid. I am now going to go the other route and just start looking at games on there. Because <laughs> yeah. clue, I'm, what other gold have I been fucking missing out on? Yeah. By just passing over because I, I look at the poster and I go, that doesn't look like it's going to be for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Plus, you know... Um, we like lengthier games too, at least in our history. You know, we play games with like lots of hours that are needed to play through them. Ooh. So maybe we need to be open to more narrative based, shorter games. Yeah. And I mean, for me, more that's. Experiences. Yeah. I mean, for me, that's kind of a yes and a no. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm. I'm more in the camp of like whatever time you need to tell your story in your game, like that's the time you need. Like, mm-hmm. if you're a Final Fantasy and you need 130 hours. Mm-hmm. that's what you need sometimes i don't think even a final fantasy needs that much fucking time to tell a story <laughs> but that's just me personally but like you know i'm also a halo guy so i'm like if you only need like eight hours fucking go for it even like a portal game like you can you can burn through a portal game in like three to four hours mm. like once you get the mechanics then you know what's happening that game takes three or four hours long at the fucking most i want to watch a portal speed run now oh they're probably oh, nuts probably nutty yeah. i've been getting more into watching speed runs on my oh, own yeah? too there they are at fun and infuriating because i'm just oh, like, absolutely. fucking <laughs> kidding me you said i hate it but <laughs> you son of a bitch hate it the way I, love it. I just watched a metal gear solid 2 speed run of a dude and mm. it's not it, it, not even like no like level skips or glitches or anything he just runs through the game and i'm just kind of mm. and i'm just watching spots where i would always get stuck and i'm just like i'm gonna scream <laughs> So that's all I have to click in and out of the fucking box real quick. That's all I got to do. Fuck this. <laughs> Anyways, getting back to super. Yeah, liminal. sorry. Uh, no, 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 it's fine. Uh, it's our podcast. We can do what we, we can do what the fuck we want. <laughs> getting back to uh, super liminal, though. This is the first and only game from Pillow Fort. Phil- Pillow Castle? Pillow uh, Castle. Yeah, Pillow Castle. Pillow Castle games. Um, sorry. Um... But I really hope that we can see more uh, in the future from them. I would love to see an anthology of games uh, in this vein, sort of just bite-sized, experiential oh uh, games. Could you imagine? Just keep just more levels in this. That's all I want. Just, like, <laughs> just give me more shit in this, and I'd be fucking happy with that being all that Pillow Castle does. Although, obviously, we want them to expand and do more stuff. Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah I noticed that, too, when I went to their site. I was just like, cool, let's learn about these developers. What else have they done? This oh okay. This is the first one. I mean, listen. If all Da Vinci did was paint the fucking Mona Lisa, what else do you need to do? Probably a lot more. I mean, look, a lot more. But if like if that was it, still, that's fucking amazing. Like, yeah. <laughs> I what I'm saying is that I want more for Pillow Castle games. 
But <laughs> if as a company this is the one thing that Pillow Castle Games does, it is it is that. still a triumph and incredible <laughs> and worthy of so much respect. Absolutely. So yeah, it just the the last thing I had in the in, in, in the outline for the episode of the day, I literally just put, I love this game. Yeah. Because it's just, I, I was thinking like, what else do I want to say about this? And that's, it's kind of it. I just, I fucking, I love this mm-hmm. game, man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We talk about a lot of games on here and yeah. about all of them, we're pretty much like, you should play this game. You must play this game. It's so yeah. amazing. Oh my God. Uh, but like this one, especially it's like three hours. It's free on the game pass right now. You mm-hmm. really have no reason not to play it treat yourself yeah i feel like especially for us or speaking for us personally you can tell me if i'm wrong on this but like for something very new to us to kind of come into our view to kind of come into our view and at least for me to kind of hit this hard and kind of become this much of a favorite so quickly it's a little bit rare because at least for the most part most stuff we talk about is like stuff from like 10 plus fucking years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's the Mass Effects, it's Outlast, it's stuff, mm-hmm. it's Zelda, it's stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. We don't do a lot of like, and this was 2019 when this game came out. Mm-hmm. But like, there's not a lot of, not that it's bad out there, it's just like, you know, we're creatures of habit and stuck in our ways. <laughs> that was very nice, thank you. <laughs> so I included us both in this, all right? No, it could have been worse. Not just blaming you. No, it could have been worse. Okay. <laughs> Could have been much meaner, you're right. <laughs> um, but for something like this to pop in and for both of us to be like, holy shit, this game fucking blew me away. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, take our opinion as what you will and what value that has in your lives. But like, at least for me, that says something. Because mm-hmm. this this game just, it fucking blew me away. I agree. And I don't know how many more ways I can say that because I think <laughs> I've said that 12 different ways now already. But just, yeah, play this game, man. It's so good. It's such a wonderful game. Thank you guys so much for listening to our episode on Superliminal. We really hope you enjoyed this shift in perspective, as it were. And uh, please tell us what you thought about the game if you got to play it or if there's any other um, perspective-shifting puzzle games out there that we need to try out. Let us know. Absolutely. Uh, as always, you can send us an email at 3VOPodcastTeam at gmail.com. Uh, you can say hey to us. You can give us a suggestion for a topic to cover. You can give us a game to play. You can tell us about your bets. That's fine, too. But you can communicate to us through that email. You can also find us everywhere at 3VO Podcast. Mm -hmm. We're on all of the social medias, including TikTok. uh, And you can follow us and you can interact with us. Um, So please, uh, please do so. And also just tell a buddy, tell a friend of yours today about our podcast because the more people that we can get out there to then the more stuff that we can start to do over here we would love to uh maybe get some more equipment (laughs) and then maybe get some adequate lighting (laughs) and things like that so um if you can just do your part and spread the word if you'd like to see us be successful with this podcast and uh grow it we would love to have you come along with the ride so please please tell people (laughs) Thank you guys. Bye. Bye.